0: Sippin' on some 40s, yeah, yeah about the 40s, oh yeah 40s are 40s, so yeah, oh yeah
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of 40s on 40s I'm Seth I'm Josh And today we'll be covering more hits from the Billboard Top 100s list So, uh, without further ado, let's crack these open Josh, what do we got here today? We have the classic king of the beers,
0: Budweiser
1: Oh, man you know, I was gonna make a joke about how we've probably already had the queen of beers and now we're ready for the king, but I don't really know what the queen of beers would be. Yeah, okay. I think the, I, I think beer is um, kind of, it's kind of sexist in that way. that There's not really, like, a queen beer drink, queen beer. you know? What would be the queen beer? It's a good question. Um,
0: corona, maybe? Is Corona, like... Yeah, that could count, because it's usually, it's like Bikini girls in the commercial But
1: like what but, is yeah. what is a feminine beer You know Is beer beers, gendered Beers are beyond the, the boundary of gender <laughs> <laughs> Well then you know what bud Maybe you should have thought about that Before you labeled yourself with a with a gender status there Bub Way to yeah. go Anyway Budweiser's
0: well, old It's like it, It's supposed to appeal to like 40, 50 year old <laughs> Plus guys
1: brag totally when about- women couldn't vote Oh my god that
0: uh, still shocks me. Sometimes I think about it, I'm like, that was literally like not even a hundred years ago. Yeah. Women, women could not vote. Yeah, That's so fucked up thing.
1: Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty fucked up, man. Um, this there's so many things. Like like civil right. the, the civil rights movement wasn't even until like what the sixties, seventies? Yeah, sixties. That was 70s. like maybe forty or fifty years ago. Yeah, that shit's still fresh. Oh, it's still fresh. It's just Anyway, uh, but Ready? we're not here to talk about that. We're here to drink 40s and talk about pop music. So let's crack these open. Oh, yeah. All right, dude. Well, cheersies. Cheersies. Yeah. That's all right. That's solid. You know, I actually kind of like Bud Ice from last week. Maybe that's just me being weird. If I were, yeah, I think I liked it a little more than this one. Um, this, is okay, though. this one's a little bit more malty, I think. I wouldn't know how to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is like, well, you know, it tastes more like beer. <laughs> I don't know the. I don't. I'm not familiar with like alcohol, like beer language. Oh, okay. I like, mean, I guess. Well, we could talk about that another time. But um, so let's talk about the the Billboard list this week. Um, I actually kind of cheated and I I looked at at, uh, something, because it was a big article today, Um, Cardi B, Bodak Yellow, actually overtook... Look What You Made Me Do by Taylor Swift. Thank God. Yeah. Bodeck Yellow, which has actually been on the charts for even longer than Look What You Made Me Do, is is now number one on the charts. I think, I think people probably started watching the video for Look What You Made Me Do, and they're like, oh, no. Nah. <laughs> no, nah, we can't bump
0: this shit no more.
1: Yeah, I feel that. Um, well, it's so it's actually notable because um, not only is Cardi B uh, one of the first female rappers in a long time. To break the number one spot, mm. I'm pretty sure she was the top. Se- I want to say since Lauren Hill, since Miss Lauren Hill. All right, my personal opinion. How's that? She's nowhere, nowhere near Lauren Hill's status. Oh, not not even not even
0: in close. terms of how much I like love and enjoy their music. Lauren Hill's like Lauren Hill's a legend. She's she's in my top ten, maybe. Yeah, like, for Artists sure. of all time. That's how much I like her. Yeah,
1: her yeah. Um, but but Cardi B is the first one to have break, broke the number one spot since Lauryn Hill. So that's pretty impressive, you know. Yeah. Um, there so, you
0: go. Women are starting to become more empowered. Fuck yeah, <laughs> Circle dude. Circle
1: back. There we go. That's right. Suck it, patriarchy. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, Cardi B, number one with Bodak Yellow. Um, number two is a newcomer, which is crazy. Oh, we haven't done it, huh? Yeah, it's a Post Malone with Rockstar. Um, it has 21 Savage on it, so we weren't super impressed with him last time on his own song, so we'll see if he does anything to spice this up, um, but yeah, let's take a look and see what we got here. I've been fucking hoes and popping pillies, man, I feel just like a rock star. All my brothers got that gas and they always be smoking like a rock star. Man, what's with, uh, what's with all these, all these guys wanting to be, wanting to be rock stars, man, like, I don't know, dude, I,
0: when I, more I thought about that song, I was like, it, to me, I think I liked that, it it seems to me they're straddling the line between enjoying and relishing and glorifying this lifestyle and critiquing it, right? Which yeah, which is that's kind of interesting to me because like this the vibe is kind of more dark. Like this is a dark energy, not necessarily what you want to be in mm-hmm. when they're describing all that shit. But um, that was kind of interesting.
1: Um, yeah, I kind of I kind of thought the dark the dark style of it was definitely interesting because it's funny because it was interesting and, like, I think Post Malone was doing that the most, like, with the chorus and with, like, his verse. Um, He even has a reference, uh, that ACDC reference to Bon Scott um, and how, like, you know, the whip came in black and black, back in black, rest in peace to Bon Scott and, like, that's kind of referencing how, like, Bon Scott definitely lived like a rock star and he... I think died in the backseat of a car. Oh, okay. Um, so, that was a pretty interesting metaphor to me and definitely was, like, had more of, like, a somber vibe to it. Um, and even the way that he was, uh... Even the way that he was singing, it seemed like it was very, like, somber and, and kind of sorrowful at times. Yeah, I would say...
0: Uh... It was 21 Savage, right, with the guest verse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he sounded even more bored and dis- <laughs> and, and disaffected, <laughs> Yeah, that style. Yeah. And it was kind of like cynical, bored, disaffected, whatever. Um, but that was the vibe of the whole song. He just amplified that. Right. But,
1: um, Would you argue that the bored style of 21 Savage actually did a service to this song, in this case? I
0: think it did. I think that he just was going with the vibe of, um, with the main rapper, I don't know, poison, Post Malone, Post Malone. Uh, what he was going for, but he just like amped it up a little bit, and uh, not, it's not the same exact thing amped up, but it's similar and a little more, even more so, of yeah. the, but, um, I mean, I feel like that was the the, I, the idea of the whole song, but, um, uh, I mean, honestly, I would say, because the, musically, because it's so similar to a, a lot of things I've heard before, Yeah, Um, And I I swear I've said the same exact description of a song I forget which one it was that we analyzed (laughs) Uh But it's literally like the long drawn out low bass notes Throughout the whole song And then you have like that big kick drum Then you have that kind of like tinny or clap sounding (laughs) snare And then this like shitty synth sounding hi-hat Like
1: Yeah It's the same It's the same formula but uh, anyway, I would. So it's interesting because I feel like this is the same formula, but Post Malone is finally treating it in a way that the that it kind of sounds, which is like more like downtrodden and like not as uh, not as braggadocious as it normally is. Right. Um, but and, I, yeah. and I actually think that that works really well for this style, um, because you know I think for other songs that were in this style, you have rappers being like. Yeah, I, like, took a bunch of bitches out and, like, gave them $20,000 looking at you, whoever, whoever the fuck that was that we reviewed a couple of weeks ago. First right? I had to take um, $20,000 yeah. But, but in this case, it's literally, like, him being, like, I'm doing drugs and, like, shit's getting weird and, like, I could die. And it's, it's a, a lot less glamorous, in my opinion, which I think, yeah. um, suits the style a lot more. And yeah. At at least in my opinion,
0: I thought the melody parts in the middle, like the melody changed a little bit, and I liked it.
1: There, there was a there was a part in uh in Post Malone's verse. It was like the second half of it where he was singing, and then he kind of like jumped up like a couple. Yeah, Yeah. and I actually really liked that. Yeah, um, I really thought that added a lot of drama and like and the beat kind of kind of came up in energy with it, which was really cool. Um, I really liked that moment a lot. Um, I do think it's interesting how, like, he's trying to sort of have, like, this crossover appeal to, like, hip-hop, but also to, like, rock. The Genius lyrics were mentioning how he was, like, really wanting to work with, like, rock artists in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's interesting. You know, I'd be interested to see what would happen, because it seems like he at least has some sort of sensibility as to, like, style. Um, in order to, you know, as far as, like, playing up, like, lyrics to a certain style and not necessarily just talk about, you know, chicks and drugs in, like, a a glamorous way on a song that sounds so down. So, I'd be interested to see what he did with rock and see if he could succeed in that. Um, maybe he could be a less offensive kid rock and try to combine the two. Yeah. Yeah, I would say...
0: The song held some intrigue, and I felt the lyric and music ma- marriage was was executed fairly well. Yeah, I think um, so too. So I would I would say that that was decent. I felt, yeah, I feel okay about that.
1: I think I'll I'll you know I have to let it stew in my head as I'm listening to these other songs, and maybe when I come when we come back to it in the ranking, you know. I'll right. feel more about it, I guess it was it was like it did an adequate job i don't know i don't know about its replayability for me um i don't know if I would like come back to this song ever yeah, nothing nothing jumped out at me, and i think
0: um, not that, not nothing but it was um it was a little less um immediately gripping because uh because it was um so familiar to me yeah it, it didn't stand out or you know yeah exactly um, but it it is different, and it does sort of stand out and the and the way that it uses the lyrics and the mm-hmm. vocal the vocal emotion to that style is, is kind of unique, yeah, and it is interesting how it straddles a line between glorifying and you know totally non glorifying,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. exactly, I thought it was at least trying to uh while. In, in the vein of doing the same thing, it was trying to do something different, which right. was cool. I appreciated that. So, yeah. I'm, I'm going to
0: take a swig, and uh, and my friend Seth here will look up what we're about <laughs> to critique next.
1: Ponder that further. Analyze next yeah. That's right. Um, so that was Rockstar by Post Malone. Uh, number three, as we were saying, is Look What You Made Me Do. It's already down two spots in the charts. I wonder where it'll be next week. Actually, I'm kind of curious. Because it seems like it's dropping pretty substantially. Um, Number four is 1 800 Logic. Number five is Despacito. Number six is Unforgettable. Is Unforgettable actually climbing in the charts? Are you kidding me, man? Wow. That is. No, I think it was. Well, I think it was five last week. No. Or was it seven last week? It was not. It was lower than six. Damn. That shit's coming back for later. I That's that's weird to me. Anyway, um, then you've got Believer at number seven. Rake it up at number eight. Oh, Rake it up is when he was talking about throwing the twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, Attention, uh, by Sir Puth is number nine. Sir Puth. Sir Puth. Um, got some. I think you might have some puth on your face, dude. I'll pop up it oh, Okay cool uh, Number 10 is Feel It Still Portugal The Man Good track Number 11 is Slow Hands Niall Horan Or Man I keep I, I just need to insert Like a Somebody saying it On a talk show So I stop messing up How to pronounce his name Well hello I, I'm Niall Horn. I feel like I do that Every week um, Anyway Under that's Wild Thoughts And number 12 Do you remember When that song Was number 2 Do you remember that? I forgot. It was the first episode of Forties on Forties, and it was like oh, number two. That down. Okay. No, no, Wild Thoughts. Oh, Wild Thoughts, my bad. It was number two, and now it's number twelve.
0: Oh yeah, of course.
1: I mean, it's I been it's been about God. has it been six weeks? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Damn. Anyway, I stripped that down. Number thirteen. Nothing holding me back. Number fourteen. Sorry, not sorry. Number fifteen. Too good to goodbyes is sixteen. It was f- number four last week. That is twelve. Steps down in the charts It's brutal Uh, Bank Account 17 Shape of You is 18 Mi is 19 That's What I Like is 20 EXO Tour Life Sorry, XO Tour LLIF3 is 21 I Get the Bag is 22 Which means Our next track for today What Lovers Do Maroon 5 featuring SZA? SZA? I think it's SZA, right? Uh yeah, sure. So uh sorry, I'm just uh I'll try um this is very exciting.
0: I like Maroon 5 <laughs> I love Adam Levine. How much do you love him? I love him so much that I I can't act anymore.
1: That's a lot Let's listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Let's scope this out. Don't don't hurt us, Mr. Levine. We're gonna start this uh, this uh, review out with a quick skit here. Um, Josh is Adam Levine, and I am uh, a random chick at the bar. Oh my God, it's Adam Levine! Hi, Adam Levine. How's it going? Do you uh, do, uh, what do you? How are you doing at this bar? What what are you up to?
0: Say say say, hey hey now baby, oh mama, don't play now baby, say say say. Hey, hey, now, baby. That's all I'm gonna do. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, wow, Adam Levine, that's um, it's really um, wow. <laughs> End, scene. End scene. End scene. Um, that's that's basically the whole song. That's um, no, no exaggeration. That's <clears throat> the whole song, right? That's basically it say 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 (laughs) hey hey now baby you know you know what's a bad sign is that during during, (laughs) as we were listening to that song i was drinking my my 40 having a great time and um i don't know what it was in the song but i i like laughed at something and i (laughs) choked and some of the beer actually actually went up my nose and oh, as I was gasping for air and attempting to get the excess alcohol out of my nasal cavities, I could still pay attention to what the lyrics were saying, <laughs> even as I was furiously trying to trying to reposture myself. To, trying to survive. <laughs> so that's a pretty bad sign that I could I could successfully survive dying while also still being able to pay so little attention that I know what's going on in the song. <clears throat> I think it's a pretty bad sign. Um,
0: let's just cut the crap. It, it was... <laughs> it was just... An uninspired... Boring. Crap, man. Just Oh my god. Sorry if you like it. It's okay. I'm, just, I'm glad it makes you happy. But it's just... It just felt... It felt even more... Uh non-original and like just boring than the, the first song. Um,
1: the first song at least took a a um, an often done repetitive thing and at least tried to do something different. Yeah, with Yeah, it
0: made something a little different and more it, interesting.
1: It built on the foundation, you know. And the, oh my god, I just okay,
0: this Maroon Five song. Uh, it's just like like all like many top forty songs. Everything is just fucking quantized, pitch corrected, compressed to hell. There's no dynamics in anything. It's almost pitch corrected to the point where There's like There's nothing human about it. Yeah, and like the vocal lines aren't even like fun or catchy to me. It's supposed to be fun and catchy. I know that's the whole point that they're going for. But it's it like wasn't it's even trying fun to and catchy. It's like it's
1: trying to tell you like, "Hey, I'm fun and catchy." It was like, "Oh god." And like
0: the bass, I usually am a sucker for rhythmic bass stuff, but mm-hmm. like that was just so I don't know I just it didn't grab my attention for some reason yeah Maybe it was too simple or repetitive or too familiar I don't know and then the, ooh, 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 ooh. like all that high Adam Levine crap I was like
1: <laughs> I was like dude you don't even like uh, I don't even want to talk about it anymore it's 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 something where it's like this is a this is one of the major faces of the voice which is like a show that's known for it's vocal chops and like I can't tell if this is Adam Levine Or like an Adam Levine sex bot That's singing And um I think It was a sex bot and it's like Definitely a sex the bot The music okay as boring or bland
0: Or as like simple in a bad way That the lyrics were The music was all of that <laughs> And more as well and It was the perfect marriage It's more just, like
1: all of that and less yeah.
0: <laughs> Perfect marriage of just uh, Phoning it in
1: you know, and it sucks God. because I I I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly, Ugh. SZA, but I've heard other things she's done, and she's much more versatile than this. Um, it just sounded like she was there being like, alright, I guess we can collab, that's cool, I get to collab with Maroon 5, that's fun, they're a band. This
0: song, this song is like, <laughs> this song is like the lowest rung of fast food, it's like, oh, okay in musical terms, it's, like, music to food, it's just, like, I guess it's food, but it's just terrible for your body, and it's, and it's supposed to be addictive, and, like, like, uh. I feel
1: like this song is, like, the worst kind of, like, fast food vanilla soft serve, like, you go, and you, Uh, you go, and you try to get it, and you, and you taste it, and, like, it's, it's, like, a, it's, like, a little bit too sweet, and not only that, but it's just the same thing, the whole cone down. And it's just
0: processed garbage.
1: And by the time you get to the cone, it's all soggy and, like, it's overstayed, it's welcome, and it just, and then you accidentally take a, a take a bite out of, like, the paper that's still awkwardly, like, yeah like, glued onto it, even though it shouldn't be glued onto it. You just on realize how to eat it. Un- unfresh it is. It's just so stale and bland and... any number of other food related metaphors that I could think of No, that was
0: the best one
1: (laughs) thank you I worked really hard on that one it was
0: good because it was like you took the bad fast food but then you picked just the right (laughs) food item and it would be the bad soft serve it's not fries or burnt it's It's bad bad soft soft serve serve.
1: because it's it's trying to be sweet but it's not sweet in the way that's pleasurable it's sweet in the way that's like just overbearing on your senses and leaves you with an awkward taste in your mouth
0: I'll, I'll, the one positive thing I'll say because I'm being so negative <laughs> I'm just expressing my true feeling is how much that's I what, dislike that's the song.
1: We that's what we do one here one positive
0: thing is I do think their earlier work had a couple good mm. like pop songs, enjoyable pop songs oh yeah like, dude Sunday Morning I liked uh,
1: Sunday Morning's great, Shiver's great um, Songs About Jane actually has many good songs on it yeah. Even the hits, which are super overplayed to death at this point, were all pretty good. I mean, like, you know, talk shit all you want about She'll Be Loved, but, like, that was a good song, you know? It's it's a chill, it's got that hook, and then it goes up to the, the high singing part. Maroon 5 has a lot of great songs, and this is definitely not one of them. Um, no. I don't... You know, I think Maroon Five has kind of done this thing that Coldplay has been doing, where they've all been going EDM on shit, and it's just not really a good look. They're just trying to stay relevant, I think. Yeah, I know, but it's just like, come on, man, just give it up to somebody else who's doing it properly, and I don't know. I, you know, well, well this is... sorry, go ahead. I would say what amuses me to no end is just thinking about what the other members of Maroon Five are doing in this song. Well, they're just making money. <laughs> It's they're, just, they're just riding the boat everyone is like
0: yeah it's like it's like it's an actor that was like never super well regarded like he did, they didn't win an Oscar but they're like decent they get work just cashing it in and at this at this
1: point in their career it's been a long
0: while they're just like they'll accept whatever offer they get whatever film because it's like we'll make some Fuck money it. we don't care the quality it's just gonna make us some money
1: I would say that they're like the Nicolas Cage of pop music. Except I really enjoy Nicolas Cage, and he's actually had some later movies that are very entertaining. I don't know his career well enough, but I like him a lot more than I like Room Five. I agree. Um, that was actually pretty harsh, to Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Sorry about that, dude. Yeah, no. Nicolas Cage is a blessing. Even the <laughs> what's what, what's great about Nicolas Cage. If I could just go on a tangent here, real quick. Oh, what's great about Nicolas Cage is even the even the movies where he has roles that are either super like super weird or super insane he never he never phones in his performance he always goes balls to the wall completely like insane yeah and so by doing that he gives people an entertaining movie like one way or another there's yeah exactly like uh what was that movie where he's like an accountant and there's and he like is turning into a vampire Oh, I have no idea. Oh, God, I wish I could remember the name of that movie. But there's just, like, so many good scenes. There's a scene where he's fucking screaming, like, I am a vampire, I am a vampire, as loud as he can. <laughs> I'm a vampire! 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 <laughs> and he's just fucking running down some street. And it's the uh, it's the greatest thing ever. Like, Oh, fuck. I need to see that. Yeah, you don't even... I'll find the name of it, and I'll tell you later. I, like, you don't even... It, doesn't, it barely even needs a plot just to see Nicholas Cage just going completely bonkers, bat bonkers yeah. for, like, an hour and a half. It's amazing.
0: All right, I have two things. One, yeah, I that? dropped the cap of my beer, <laughs> okay. and it fell right into the side of between my foot and shoe.
1: Oh, no. I was, like, awesome.
0: Because I was, like, I knew where it was. it didn't get lost. Anyway, um, number two, balls to the walls.
1: Uh-huh. First
0: time I got to ask someone. First time ever okay. I'm asking this. Okay. I don't understand, like... I don't is it, it's like a metaphor or something like I don't get. I mean, like I know what it's supposed to mean, but like, right. you know what I mean? It doesn't seem to make sense. I mean, balls, to the balls. like handball, would make sense. I know it's probably like a uh, genital ball, but it's like
1: I think it's one of those metaphors where it started as a sports metaphor and then it just turned into into balls metaphor, right. like genitals.
0: Because it okay, this is crass, but to me it would make more sense if it was like he goes balls
1: deep. Like he goes all in, you know what I mean. Damn, it's that's what. that's way more graphic, but yeah. it does make more sense. You're yeah. right. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing that I can think of is that there's uh, an '80s hair metal uh, album called Balls to the Wall, and that's the title track off of it. And it was a track in Guitar Hero Rocks the '80s, and it was like pretty. It was pretty uh, cock-rocky, but it was enjoyable. You know. We actually, so before this episode, me and Josh were distinguishing the difference between cock rock and butt rock, <laughs> which is an
0: important distinction uh, to make. And my favorite thing was that we were approaching we were approaching a very elderly couple, and then Seth unwittingly is just like, I feel like butt rock is a uh, very self-explanatory in the, in the genre title of music.
1: And I don't know if that couple uh heard it and didn't choose to acknowledge it or if they just didn't hear it. I kind of I kind of hope that they heard it and yeah. just didn't acknowledge it.
0: The old guy's like Ooh I gotta listen to that
1: (laughs) I've been looking for Some of that description For decades Telling I'm gonna put on Some of this butt rock over (laughs) here. Enjoy the roots Of young lovers again What was What was that band That that young man said Puddle of mud I gotta find them Put them on And and Find a Find my old record player Dust that off Put on some puddle of mud and getting some of your puddle of mud. No, <laughs> no, yes, God, and damn Helen's it. like, oh, <gasps> Hank. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Is his name, Hank. Yeah. Oh, it's a great they're name. Keeping, Wait, what's her name? Ke- Helen. Helen. Keep, oh, they're for keeping sure. Keeping her love
0: alive. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> keeping
0: it spicy in the sack. <laughs> Finally. <laughs>
1: thanks puddle of mud (laughs) oh man dude if I was puddle of mud and I knew and I know that I gave I like revitalized the the love affair of this 80 year old couple I'd be like you know what I think I did my job I think that's a job well done (laughs) oh my god all I gotta say is (laughs) what was this song (laughs) Wait, what song? Oh, the song we were we're, were attempting to review? Oh, Maroon 5. Oh, Oh, God. God. (laughs) So, I don't even really know... I don't even really know why... (laughs) I don't know why it was called what it was called, but I don't really know why it had a title, because it just repeated the same five fucking words over and over again. So, I don't really know why it even matters to have a title to this song. Mm. God... Well, and that was, we had a really good laugh there, so let's move on. We <laughs> did. Let's 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 keep it up while the going is good here. Um okay, so that was Maroon 5. Um After that, Body Like a Backroads, number 24, Humble is 25. Uh and then the next song is uh by Pink, What About Us? Hmm. Uh, I'm excited to listen to a Pink song. I usually really enjoy Pink. She's got a great set of vocals, so so let's bust this out and see what we got here. Hopefully, more butt rock jokes will commence. What oh. about us?
0: What about all the times you said you had the answer? What about us?
1: What about all the broken, happy ever after? You know how, uh, you know how, like, some movies are, um... Some movies are, or, or, like, shows are, like, character studies, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Mad Men, like, you follow around, like, certain characters, and it's... The plot is there, but it's mostly, like, you're looking at, like, the characters and how they, like, develop and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like this song, it feels like, um... Similarly, I feel like this song is just, like, a character study of, like, Pink's vocal chops. Yeah, uh-huh. you know? I feel like this is a song where, like, the narrative is, like, it's there, but it really only exists to show off, like, what Pink could do with her voice. Right. Um, like her... Just her emotional, <coughs> emotive,
0: powerful voice.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because, um. like, she... I mean... I don't know how long she's been in the game for. She's been in for a long time, though. She yeah. had, like, I'm Coming Out back in, like, the early early to mid-90s. I think that was, like, one of her big singles. And um, she's been, you know, putting out, putting out music ever since. So she's, she's got to be in, like, her late 30s, early 40s by now, maybe. Uh, but she still sounds great. Um, yeah, I um, I felt I, I like her voice a lot. Um,
0: yeah, it was very emotive, and she had um, I liked her vibrato, and she had different good range in terms of being loud and intense, and then sort of softer. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like yeah, the music the the feeling to the song to me it seemed to be um, sort of a, a mixture between like this wonder about like just the wonder of just the masses and people yeah and, like, the world. This wonder and then this unity, and then also a slight sense of betrayal, which is the whole chorus. What it is. right? Um, I felt the music and the and the words went fairly well together for that vibe, and she sang really well. Yeah. But I felt that the music was, again, a little too,
1: uh, a little too unnatural and like sort of unemotional. Hmm. Yeah, like but when in, you impersonal. when you say when you say unnatural you mean more of like a ge- like generic kind of like like unnatural meaning not natural right yeah yeah just uh,
0: for me natural is like um less quantizing less right. refreshing more yeah, more yeah. instruments being played more yeah I felt um I felt there was like the second chorus I was like oh man I really seemed like a good place for like another mel- like harmony or melody line yeah. or like another um whether it could be guitar or any other instrument like sort of a more another emotional emotional melody lead instrument to come in there right. and then there was another instrumental break where the music just like without the one um, human emotive thing, which is her voice, when that's taken away, it just starts feeling really dead. Yeah, it's totally. It's like it needed
1: another, like, emotional, like, lead or solo or something. Or Totally. Um, I think that's why, like, why it felt to me like the song, the song was really made to show off, like, what Pink could do with her voice, mostly. Because right. without her voice, like, honestly, like, the backing track didn't really, it wasn't very exciting. It was just kind yeah. of like your standard EDM fare. that? Exactly. But, like, her voice, like, really pushed it. It really, like, made it stand out more. Yeah. So when her voice wasn't there and you were just listening to the backing track, you're yeah. kind of like, oh, all right. Like,
0: like, oh, I'm at a karaoke bar and, like... Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you need the people to sing. Yeah. You
0: can't yeah. Just music. But, um...
1: Yeah. Yeah, lyrically, I
0: was... Thinking about it and I was like It might be sort of political It's hard to tell Like it might be like All these beautiful wonderful people All around the world And like Maybe we've been let down by Like political leaders Or certain powerful figures in the world
1: I think it's interesting that you mentioned that actually Because I was thinking about it purely From a relationship perspective Mm -hmm. But as it got to certain parts I was kind of like This doesn't really make sense anymore So I actually think that you're You're uh Perspective on it, it makes a lot more sense as far as it being like a general, like, feeling of like either like a group of people or like a country or like not just a relationship but like yeah. something like larger than that. That makes a lot of sense, yeah, for sure. I think I'm good, yeah, you know. That's and uh, all I could think of for that so. again, like last week, I think, is when we did the Demi Lovato song, or it might have been the week before, maybe. I really think that they. Out of the, out of all of the you know female kind of pop stars working today, I think that that Demi Lovato and Pink have two of the stronger voices right now. Oh yeah, um, yeah. They're just so good, you know. Like I like again, I think that this is a song that for Pink is is if it is about a relationship, it's definitely not treading any new ground. Like she's talk she's had breakup songs galore, okay. um, but. But it's still just a pleasure to hear her sing and to show off what she can do. Yeah. Kind of like in the Demi Lovato song. Like, that was also a song that was very much just like, hey, this is me being a badass. I'm just going to sing all over this fucking song. Yeah. And I think that's the same thing for this song for Pink. Um,. The difference being that I think the Demi Lovato song has a little bit more of like a playability, uh, a replayability, I should say. I think yeah. this is the kind of song where it's it's like a song that's created to be like remixed in like clubs and like other mm-hmm. things. But I don't really see like myself re-listening to this song a lot just on my own. Um, but it's more of a song to just, like, remind me that, like, yep, Pink can still just sing the shit out of those songs, for sure. But, um... I think, I think the conclusion, I think the conclusion from all of this is that, uh, Pink fucking slays, I think her voice is great, I just think that the narrative and the lyrical content of the song was probably a little bit weaker, um, although as you were saying, you could interpret it as, like, a global scale, and, like, you could, you could definitely frame that differently. Yeah. Um, I actually like your interpretation of it more than it being, like, a breakup song. Yeah. I think that makes it more interesting. Yeah. Um... It certainly gives it more, like, of a perspective than just being a breakup song. Because I feel like there's so many of those that... If it were something a little bit more, like, global and a little bit more, like... Ugh, I can't even think of the word. I've had too much 40. Anyway, well, I ought to let you off the hook here and let you go pee. But first, let's talk about what we're listening to next. Let's see here. do 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 do, do. Oh, my God. So that was number fucking 26... So, the last song of the evening Which, I'm just looking at this title And I am already, already excited for our prospects The last song of the night It's by Khalid, not DJ Khalid DJ, uh, DJ Khalid! throwing that out there It's Khalid, he's a different guy uh, Young, Dumb, and Broke That's the name of the song Well, that's me <laughs> That's <laughs> it's me too, buddy Cheers to, cheers cheers. to that Cracking us, you got love
0: to give while we're young, dumb, young, young, dumb, and broke, young, dumb, young, young, dumb, and broke, young, dumb, young, young, dumb. dumb That was
1: a pre-recording
0: let's, pre- hey, no. let's see if you were willing to say Say what you say to me in private To the people
1: You know what? I'm not afraid I'm not afraid, Josh I, I called it some nice, mindless bullshit That's, That's right. what I called it And I, I'll stick by that statement um, It was It was To me, it was just completely like I don't need to listen to these lyrics I don't need to think about anything going on, I am purely going off the vibe on this one. Um, it's weird because, like, okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if you heard this too, but I feel like the song was trying to almost go for, like, a Rasta vibe. Yeah, I felt... Or, like, like an island vibe. The kind vestige of. Of, of such. Exactly, and so, like, when, uh... Like, when it went to the, into the chorus, and he was pronouncing Young, Dumb, and Broke as, like, Young, Dumb, and Broke, it was—it sounded very, like, Rasta-esque. Yeah. Even though I know that's not how the dude fucking talks or sings otherwise, I could just tell that that's what he was doing. Right. And it, I don't know. I just, I don't really know how to feel about this song, honestly. Like, as I was listening to it... There were things that I really liked And there were things that I was just like This is so boring and dumb I I felt it was
0: It was a little Simple and familiar and bland And boring and repetitive Similar to Maroon 5 but not that bad Right In my opinion Right so, yeah, I, like mid song, my mind just started trailing off. It was like hard to stay focused. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, it was, it was hard to stay focused. I
0: agree. I. And again, it's like, okay, you're definitely not in high school. <laughs> so
1: you're definitely like in your mid 20s. Or older. So or it's kind of lacking some sincerity there. But uh.
0: I will say there was one, a couple lines I did find interesting. Okay. One was, like, you and me were so alike. We argue all the time. Which is interesting the idea that to, my mind went to like, Um, it's very easy for many people, myself included, to, you see your own flaws in other people. Right. And you highlight them in other people instead of yourself. Yeah. And so that can lead to more arguments between people you, you feel are more like you. That's fair. Um... I don't know if that was all in the lyric, but that's kind of what I got into it. And then... That was probably actually it. Other than that, that, yeah.
1: So, you know what was weird to me? Is, like... Um, I feel like this... Well, I feel like this song... It was very much like... Hey, we're young, dumb, and broke. So, like, let's, like... Let's fucking hang out. Because, you know, we don't have anything else going on. But there was definitely this line about how he was, like yeah, I'm young, so, like, I'm not really into commitments. And I was like, whoa, man. Yeah. Let's, like, <laughs> let's, not, let's not try to pull out excuses for why you can't keep a committed relationship. I mean, yeah. you know, I thought that was kind of weird. Like, I feel like normally when you do this kind of song, you don't even bring that up because you're like, hey, we're just trying to have fun. Like, we don't e- we aren't even thinking about relationships or commitments. We're just hanging out. So, like... Even bringing it up to me felt kind of like why, like why are you saying that? Like that, it feels weird, right. you know. Um, Commit- commitment is a very tricky word. I mean, and, and again, like I don't even. I mean, I'm probably overthinking that. I'm, no, I don't think you are.
0: To me, it's just like the word is very. Uh, it's very important, and I feel like in our in our culture, yeah, and um, <laughs> maybe all cultures, like even long sure, ago, yeah. but but like. It has such a negative connotation.
1: Well, because when you you mention commitment, it's, it's, you know, if you're young and you mention commitment, you're like, that's it. This is the person. And, like, if you're young, I feel like it's easy. It's
0: overwhelming.
1: Yeah, and it's easy to be like, what about all the other fish in the sea? I maybe haven't experienced other types of fish. So, like, kids get all, like, freaked out. They're like, oh, God, what if this is it? And then, like... You know, you freak out and run onto something, and then you realize everything's bullshit, and then you come back, and you're like, oh, well, that's what happened. Right. Um, I mean, to me... Well, so to me, like, I think the hookup culture is, like, a... You know, it's a thing that happens. As long as you're both cool with it, like, that's fine. You know, you can hook up all you want. But I feel like, uh... I feel like the idea of this song is much more of, like, a... I don't know. it It felt like he was trying a little bit harder than just a hookup, even though he was saying that he didn't want to be committed. I don't know. Yeah. I, I might think, be reading into this vibe. way... I might be reading into this way too much. No, I, I got that vibe.
0: <laughs> I but know. the... Okay, I think this song might have actually been sort of... Because it mentioned the word sin. It did it? it? Yeah, it did. It might have oh. been leaning toward that same stance of like... Okay, this is my stance. Right. Um, maybe it was similar. Is like commitment, I think... I don't think it should have such a negative connotation the way it does for so many people. Because to me, it's like, it doesn't necessarily mean, like, you're locked into something you can't get out of. That's the sort of fear that people have, I think. Right. But for me, it's like, no, it's just a, it's a different li- lifestyle you can choose for a, for a bit. Mm. Where um you know devoting more of your energy and time into one relationship it has its own fruits and like yeah um, totally and and like um uh learning and understanding that goes with doing that so yeah. that it's it's i don't think it should be viewed as something that's like less than or worse or like bad it's Right. like totally. it, it, there's a lot of great things that come with that
1: yeah and also well and also wording <laughs> off of that it's like you know i think that you could be in a committed relationship and it doesn't have to be the only relationship you're in. Like, you could be in a committed relationship and then decide, like, hey, I don't want to be in this anymore. And, like, you can call it off. Like, exactly. that's chill. Yeah. Like, I f- like to me, like, commitment is more about loyalty than it is about longevity. Yeah. Like, if you're, like, you know, if you just want to date a girl for, like, a month and then you decide you don't want to date her anymore, like, chill, you know? But, like, as long as you're, like, committed and loyal while you're in that relationship, I feel like that's more important than, like... Yeah. If you're like, oh, this is the only girl I'm gonna be with, cool, that's it. Like, I think I think that's maybe the trapping that a lot of young people fall into, is yeah. that they, they assume that commitment means that, like, you can't ever get out of it, but, like, you totally can if you yeah. guys don't get along. But, um outside of that whole thing because i realized we should be talking about music at some point Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) i just i I actually did kind of like the islandy vibe that was going on in the song um Mm -hmm. it felt very chill it it very much it actually very much felt like a summer song to me um like the just but you know what i gotta say though actually it reminds me of another song and i don't know if you've heard this song i'm pretty sure it's by 21 pilots I, again, am fucking awful with names, but it's the, it's the one that's like,
0: Yeah, I heard
1: that. Yeah, like, it's the same key, it's kind of the same meter, it very much reminds me of that song, and that's a song that's still playing on the radio, like, right now, so... Imagine the hilarity that would ensue If you played that song and then played this song Like it'd be like the same thing So I don't know I don't know I feel like there's so many Of these songs that are just riding off of trends I feel like that's just been the the theme of this episode I mean Yeah Like Honestly
0: most top 40 music is
1: Yeah I know Well
0: a lot of it falls into that I think think we're encountering it more Like the further away from like the top 5 We Mm. get Like, the top five tend to be, like, slightly more original or, like, poppy. Like, I know poppy as in, like, pop out. Right. Um, I feel like the deeper we get into the top 40, the, like, the more common it is to get all of these, like, rehashed. That's fair. And, well, and the other (laughs) thing,
1: too, is that because we're getting further, further into the top 40s list right now, we're getting into songs that were probably previously higher but have since you know, gone down now that the season is ending out, now that there's new songs. Right. So, you're gonna, I mean, you know, you're gonna experience songs that that maybe feel a little bit more recycled. Yeah, like, what if this song was, like, the shit in July? It's, like, summer's popping, and then it's, like... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, I was talking to my girlfriend, and she definitely knew this song, for sure. So, okay. like... Right. um, And I, I didn't ask her when it came out, but, um, you know... I think that one of the reasons why this podcast was made is because neither of us really listen to pop music, so it's interesting to hear our perspectives on it, but also it means that we have no idea what time period these songs came out until we started doing the podcast. Right. So, like, in the case of um, the Post Malone song, we know that that song came out, like, this week because it just appeared on the charts. Uh, Same with that Sam Smith song that we did last week. Mm-hmm. Um. So now we're kind of in it, but e- as we get deeper, you know, it's like these are songs that could have that you're right. They could have been out like months ago, right? And we just didn't know about it. So I don't we know. should. Uh, we, do you want to do? We should rank. You rank want rankings? Rank and then end it. Um. All right. Cool. So okay. Yeah. So we had kind of a weird crop this week, right? Yeah. We had the Post Malone song. We had uh, oh man, we had the Murin 5, Five song. We had the King song and we had um this one which is by uh Khalid. So what do, say, what do you think Josh?
0: I would say Post Malone and Pink are very close. Okay. I think I would give a slight edge to Post Malone. Okay. So I think that was my favorite and then Pink okay. and then this one. Okay. And then Maroon 5 is last. Word.
1: Yeah. You know what? Um I'm pretty sure that's the same thing I would say. Because the thing is, is, like, in my, like, the way that I would, I would describe it is like, the Post Malone song, it's, it's much more, it seems much more aware of its genre than the rest yeah. of these songs. It was, I, I felt that lyrically and
0: emotionally, it was the most interesting. Mm-hmm. If I really think about it, I would say. And and I would... Of all the songs, that would be the first one I revisit,
1: honestly. Yeah. Like, if I were to want to look deeper into it, maybe. Yeah. When I was more sober. Um, speaking of which, how are you doing on that 40? Uh, I, uh, I can't. It's hard to tell. Oh, man. I, have, s- uh, I have, like... A couple good sips in yeah, there? Yeah, I
0: have, like, two good gulps left. Okay. One good gulp. I
1: already. think I have about the same. That's good. I know that before we were <laughs> kind of kind of worried about that um yeah i mean you know what i think this week was just uh it was a trial in in fitting to the formula and seeing how you could either change it or at least excel in that formula um i think the i think that the reason why post malone like we said was ahead for me was because it really at least it tried to do something a little different and it seemed pretty aware of what what its genre was yeah With Pink, it's like... It was pretty close, uh, because, again, listening to her vocals was just fucking great, but um, it did seem very locked into its genre, and it didn't really seem to... Like, like her vocals were great, but it didn't really seem like it took a risk, you know? Yeah. It
0: was... In my opinion. Lyrically, it was a little less interesting than Post Malone to me, and Mm -hmm. then also, I think, musically, it was more, like... It was more apparently lacking right. in, in, the, in musical content in terms of, like, interest or yeah. emotion or, like... Whereas Post Malone, I didn't feel that way, the way I felt right. toward Pink, how I just described.
1: Like we were saying, it's like... The Pink song is like if you walked into a karaoke bar yeah. and someone was just killing it. So, like, it's it's a great performance, but it's still a karaoke song. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, And then, you know, and then you have this song, which is third, for reasons that we just said. And then there's the moon five, (laughs) which is fourth, for pretty obvious reasons. I just, you know, what? You know what I would love to see happen? I would love to see Adam Levine release, not even an album, release a single that was completely untreated. That was just him in a rock band. That's what I would want from him right now. You know, I... I might I might sound very cynical
0: Uh oh But His life has been It's been so entrenched in like <laughs> Like fake Fake corporate Bullshit Yeah For so long Yeah Like I'd say like, what the hell would he write about
1: No I know I mean that's Like what is What question. is his fucking
0: date Like I What's his I imagine yeah I imagine his day to day is like he wakes up he gets massaged by some <laughs> someone he has like right? very, various treatments on his body mm-hmm. he eats like very expensive healthy food yeah and then he like gets a shit ton of calls and emails and he goes to the studio a few hour, a couple hours before shooting and then he does the voice and then which is very scripted and controlled yeah and then he goes home and I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he has a girlfriend or if he.
1: I don't know what. Dude, you know what? I just. What I, the just hell would he write about? I just made a realization. He's literally the Patrick Bateman of fucking music. Patrick Bateman, who's that? He's the lead, the main character from American Psycho. Oh my god! It even has a watermark. Yeah. He's he is literally like he gets up. You could see him. You, I could totally picture him having that inner monologue of Patrick Bateman with like the fucking facial mask. Right. (laughs) And, like, he's looking in the mirror. He's got his slicked back hair, and he's just peeling it off. Right. And he's, like, the shell goes to work every day. Right. I could totally see that shit, dude. Uh, Like, he's just a hollowed-out corporate husk just walking around us normal humans. I mean, we're not normal, but just walking around humans in general and just trying to exist. You know what? I feel like the moral of this story, yeah,
0: the whole episode what's is that? there. There is in fact a purpose and a merit to butt rock. <laughs> like,
1: and what's that? What <laughs> is that, Josh? Tell me, tell me about that. For the longest
0: time, it was like, why in God's name <laughs> does this exist? And we found the moral and purpose of the butt rock. What is the moral and purpose of butt rock, Josh? It's to inspire and and rejuvenate the love of two. Elderly, beautiful humans, (laughs) Helen and Hank, (laughs) and their new found explorations into.
1: Oh my god! I said it. You know. Oh, oh, Hank! (laughs) I've been dreaming so
0: long.
1: (laughs) Helen, I've been trying to find the right way to give it to you for years. Oh, the way you
0: smack my
1: ass. Dude, like, if that's all we get out of this episode. That's good enough for me. If you just have two, if you just have an elderly couple just rekindling their passion, honestly, I think, I think they're going at it right now as we speak. <laughs> as we speak, they're going at it. They're just like in their in their fucking 67 Buick, just going at it. Oh yeah, it. they didn't. They couldn't wait to get home. Nope. No, they couldn't. They're
0: just in their socks and hats now. (laughs)
1: Their socks and hats. (laughs) How would their hats stay on? Well, they're probably having, you know, fairly conservative conservative butt sex. Is that. (laughs) (laughs) Wait Conservative Uh, butt sex Could that be a a type of A type of It's kind of a Is that a type of porn Did I just make that up Or is that a real thing (laughs) I bet
0: it's a real thing I was was in a way It's like a paradox But I see I feel I feel what you mean
1: If I were to go To a porn site And just type in Conservative Conservative butt sex, sex I feel like I would Turn up a couple Results maybe you, even a couple you see hundred see some
0: random like mitt romney thing oh man that you don't want to see i
1: don't want to see mitt romney having sex that's awful i can't even yeah, i i actually came in i think i blocked the image of mitt romney out of my head so i actually can't imagine what he looks like it's having good. sex or doing anything i can't even imagine him like eating a sandwich or <laughs> doing anything doing any normal human activity anyway yeah, bef- I- before this gets too political i guess we should get out of here um, well, thank you for tuning in to 40s on 40s again. Um, this has been another episode full of, uh, ex, uh, what's the word? Existential quandaries <laughs> and explorations. It's been fun riding with y'all. Um, I'm Seth. I'm Josh. And, uh, thanks again for, for listening to 40s and 40s. Tune in next week for more exciting coverage of the Billboard Top 100. And...
0: The sexual explorations of <laughs> Hank and Helen. <laughs> of Hank and Helen.
1: <laughs> Listen, if we come back around and they're still out there, um, maybe we'll get an interview. I don't know. Yeah. We'll just have to see about it. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Possible interview. Imminent. Anyway, cheers guys. We'll see you next week. See oh, you.
0: Yeah.